Hi, and welcome to the research room, a space to make research by the people for the people. Today I'm going to be doing another episode of Falsifiable Fridays, um, and I will be wrapping up empathy um, for this month at least. Um, and I mean, we've learned a fair amount of um, what empathy is all about at this point. Um, I want to focus on how to increase it, um, even though, of course, it has its ups and downs, um, and it's not to say that empathy is great um, for every single situation. Um, I think it's still a useful skill, um, and I, I think it's it's, a, it's something that potentially is lacking. Um, I mean, there's definitely studies that have come out that um, have said that uh, empathy has been decreasing over time, and whether or not that is the actual like truth, um, or if there's other like nuances to that, doesn't matter. Um, empathy is still something that is, I think, vital um, for like human survival. So um, with that being said, um, I, I'm not going to focus on how to increase empathy per se in this um, episode. Um, I do that in some of my other content, content uh, and actually in my blog post tomorrow, um, I'm going to go through a full example um, of how to do that and what to expect um, if you were to be a part of this intervention um, that I'm going to be talking about today. Um, I... I'm mostly going to focus on like what questions I had, what concerns I might uh, ha have had um, while reading the research paper for this week. Um, and okay, so I'll I'll go through um, a few of the, not a few, I mean all the components um, of the intervention, um, and uh, I'll just do that kind of briefly so that you know like what I'm generally talking about, and then um, I'll go ahead and move on to my concerns. So. Um, everything that I'm about to say is, um, it's definitely, it's like sort of a new-ish idea. Um, and what I mean by that is the researchers really want to use smartphones, um, whether this is through an app or just like through the smartphone in some other kind of way, um, to utilize those functions um, and to utilize just like the everyday kind of nature of our um, smartphone use that we have it near us, that we're um, going to be on it at some point, um, might as well like use that um, to, to do this uh, kind of intervention. And so um, I think they even say like the idea that uh, I mean, smartphones kind of take us away from empathizing, from human connection, things like that. But so like, let's actually use this to do the opposite and to reconnect us. Cool. So basically you get some prompts on your phone. These prompts will like signal like, hey, like, do this um, for empathy, do that for empathy. Um, try to train your own uh, empathic skills. I think that's uh, fine, but like, I am kind of curious about like, do you think that would work? And do you think that like this kind of approach is what we should be moving toward? Um, do you, would you think that is annoying <laughs> if you're like having to do this on your phone? Do you think that there's something lost um, just by doing this over the phone versus like having that uh, like actual human component? Um, so uh, I am I'm curious uh, about what you think, <clears throat> but that's what these researchers did, and so that's what I'm going to talk about today. Um, there are four main things that go on with this intervention. Um, they're just trying to increase um, some uh, skills uh, that you could use for empathy. So um, the first one is all about perspective taking. 
um, when it comes to perspective taking, but it just means that like, can you understand what the other person is going through? Can you understand their thoughts, um, their actual feelings, um, and things of that kind of nature? And so um, they they will use stories and things like that to have you like try to take the, another person's perspective and just kind of like get used to that idea. Um, they also talk about empathic concern. And so um, this is something I also talked about um, uh, last week, actually, uh, this idea of um, actual, like, deep concern for somebody else, um, wanting to um, help them in some kind of way, like that kind of like compassion sort of thing. Um, when you have that concern, you want to be able to do something about it. And so, uh, and, and because you understand what they're going through, right? Um, that's the like empathic part of this. And so um, for this, actually, what they, they wanna do is um, they wanna increase self-awareness and through self-awareness, you actually start to start, um, have more concern for other people. Um, when you are aware of the other things that you're going through, you can start to think like, oh, like I'm going through all these things. This is how I'm feeling maybe some other people are feeling like this maybe even everyone is feeling like this and i can like actually bridge that gap that was uh, initially between us so um yeah with more self-awareness you're going to be more um, concerned about others and wanting uh, to understand the situation and actually help them um then there is the idea of empathic accuracy and so with this um this is actually something that you can find uh, online already. Um, there are like interactive games that you could do if you are curious about like um, your own empathic accuracy. Um, this is on a site called greatergood.berkeley.edu. Um, and uh, what is happening there is just the idea that um, you will see pictures and you'll try to understand uh, what is this person feeling. And then you actually get feedback uh, like, hey, you were right. Hey, you're wrong. Um, and uh, after that, um, they also show like why you're right or wrong. They show like on, on the faces, like different things that might indicate different emotions. Maybe it's something about your eyebrows. Maybe it's something about like the way that uh, your mouth is um, sitting, things like that. Um, and then the last one is uh, enacting empathy itself. So um, it's great that you have all these skills, but what do you do about it? Like after you know that you are concerned, after you know what the other person is feeling, will you actually do something about it? And so this last point is to actually um, engage in that behavior to, to actually like help somebody. And so um, all it asks you to do is first take somebody else's perspective and then um, try to figure out what can I do? <laughs> what can I actually do? So make a list of things that I can do um, for this person. It doesn't have to be anything like spectacular, right? Like um, it could simply just be like, I'll, I'll listen to this person a little bit more. I'll um, maybe validate what they're saying a little bit more, things like that. And so um, you make this list and then they'll also ask in a couple of days after you've made that list, actually do something from that list. Just do at least one thing. And then uh, you get that practice, right? It's not just empathy, but there's a follow-up to it. Cool. So that is that is the gist of um, the intervention. I mean, maybe even have opinions and uh, thoughts on that already. Um, but what I'll say now, um, I'll move on to my concerns uh, about this. And so just some things that I, I want to like think about um, in thinking about like, is this intervention gonna actually work? Um, are people going to do this? And that is that's the, the biggest um, uh, question, I think. So 
uh, I, I think also with a lot of this is like there's so much guesswork <laughs> that is happening right now which is I think kind of fine like as long as it works it works great um, but we don't really know what um, how much uh, of this you need right so this whole idea of when you have an intervention um, you should know to some degree at least like how often you should do it for how long you should do it things like that to actually make a change not just in the short term but also in the long term hopefully and so um there are no answers <laughs> there's no um answers that are um supported by uh science um that i know of at least and so <clears throat> um when you think about like perspective taking let's say how many times do you need to do it in order to actually like ingrain that skill in yourself how and like that's also probably going to depend on the person right like there might be some sort of average out there but like maybe for one person maybe it, it takes one time and like you you've got it and like you just kind of do it maybe for somebody else it takes like 20 times <laughs> and uh, maybe you can even think of someone in your own life that uh, it does take 20 times at least 20 times um and that's also okay right like as long as they are willing to make that change if they're willing to try to understand themselves and understand others as well um i think that's all perfectly okay but like if we if we're actually trying to like help people here and help people by increasing um their uh, empathy then we should probably figure that out <laughs> um it shouldn't just be completely guesswork um so yeah uh there's that kind of idea of like how how many of these you need to do um maybe you already like are very good at one of these maybe you're already very good at um, perspective taking and like you just kind of lack um that concern kind of aspect um so you can understand what people are going through but like you're not you're not fully like caring <laughs> about what what's happening here um and also like kind of uh, what i said last week is like i mean that concern piece is pretty critical um because if you are just understanding what somebody else is going through that doesn't make you want to be like warm and caring toward them um not by itself at least um if you have that other uh, piece to you then you're more likely to help and so um yeah i, I guess uh, the the other point is just like within this intervention is there like room to like focus more on one skill versus another and i would say probably not like if it's a pretty like blanket sort of intervention um and it's just like kind of made into an app but like potentially there is there's room um, to be able to like say like hey like i'm actually good at this and uh, i want more practice on these other things maybe it doesn't have to be the whole like intervention um which might last like a whole like three weeks or something maybe you just really need one week of like intensive like um skill training on on one of the the facets here um so that's the first uh thing that i had um we don't know <laughs> is the thing um the second thing though is um even if we did know even if we knew every single thing about like how many times it took um that doesn't mean it's going to work and so what i mean by that is there's still components of the individual the individual that is going to partake in the, the intervention that we have to consider and there are going to be certain people that like are going to just going to be like resistant to this kind of thing right and like that's okay right like empathy as we've learned it's it's effortful um it takes energy and things like that and um some people really just don't want to do that and that's okay <laughs> not every single person has to be empathic i hope most people have it to some degree and if they even if they don't necessarily like do it all the time at least like they can do it if they want to it should be a skill that like you are allowed to use whenever you want um but the thing is um if you are not motivated um to learn about empathy to to improve it within yourself i i feel like 
it's going to be a lot harder um, for any of these things to work. Like maybe they go through the motions, but like they don't actually internalize any of these lessons. And so um, I think that's like one of the major factors uh, that like people need to look into is like, do people actually want uh, to uh, improve their em empathy? And then also like, are they willing to like put in the work? Um, so um, there's those kinds of things. There's also like just other personality characteristics that I mean, research has shown uh, tends to um, relate negatively um, to these kinds of ideas, right? So like, if you are higher in um, something called the dark triad um, of personality traits, um, so this could mean that you are like overly cynical or like overly controlling. If you are antisocial, if you are um, very nar narcissistic, like I don't mean these like in a very like casual, like kind of like, I'm just not just throwing these uh, kind of terms out. I'm, I mean, like if you are really like high on these things, then you can imagine how empathy, like it might not really just sit with you. Um, and I, I think I, I kind of want to like further explain that actually is that um, people that might be very high on these traits, um, if they uh, are empathic and I think it's very possible that um, they they can be right in in a very like skillful technical sort of way, right? Um, humans are able to understand other humans, but and what they do with that information is going to be very different um, from person to person. So, someone who is uh, very antisocial or very narcissistic, let's say, um, they might empathize with somebody, and like other research also supports this that like yes, people are very capable of empathizing even if they are high on these dark triad kind of traits. Um, if they are going to empathize, um, they might use that against somebody. <laughs> um, and I mean, we even kind of see that for people who aren't high in, in these kind of traits, like if you just don't have concern, like you already might like. Uh, like whether it's consciously or not, like you might just kind of manipulate that information um, or at least be cold and callous uh, about somebody who's going through that. And so um, I, I do want to say that like, we have to consider these kinds of things and like, do we actually want to like teach empathy to all people and like in the same kind of way, like, is there something else that we could be doing for these other people um, to like maybe help get rid of some of that like um, the narcissistic tendencies uh, and, and not just use empathy uh, for like a greater evil sort of thing. Um, and none of this is to say that like people that have these, uh, these traits, um, like anything is kind of good to some degree. Um, and yeah, it just kind of depends on what you end up doing um, with those traits. There's nothing inherently evil uh, about uh, people that have um that are high on certain traits um but we just we should be cautious uh about like the ways in which um we might be like using empathy so that is another concern of mine <laughs> um then i have two more um two more uh, fairly quick ones i think um we have to think about what are the consequences um also so i've kind of talked a little bit about the consequences like interpersonally what about just like within yourself um if you are constantly trying to like try to empathize if you are actively working on these skills we already know that empathy takes energy um i mean much like anything right like any thought that you have any behavior that you have any emotional thing that you might have right that's going to take some energy and so if we are trying to train people it might be good to just like be cognizant that like, hey, this is also going to take some time and work and energy. And 
are people going to be okay with that? That's also part of it. Um, it's not just like this free <laughs> skill. Like, I mean, there's this payment in the sense of you have to put in that investment. And so um, I, I think my, uh, my real like um, concern here is that people might burn out. Um, and I mean, honestly, like, I mean, hopefully people don't burn out after just like a quick intervention. Um, and again, like if this is just three weeks, let's say, hopefully people are not burning out by then, but like also maybe it's a new skill and like, you just want to keep like doing it over and over and over again. And you do burn out, right? Like maybe there's nothing like inherently about the, um, the app or the intervention itself that, um, causes burnout. But people, I mean, people do what they want to do. People will do things um, after they've learned them. It's a new skill. They're excited to like want to try it out. And then you start to do it over and over again. And you just kind of like hit a wall. And I mean, this happens often. Um, there's so many people I know that like have just over empathized in their lives. And like whether that is out of obligation or not, like they've, they've done it. And they just kind of feel like I don't want to empathize anymore. Like I'm, I'm done here. Um, I need to focus on myself. And like, that is, that is, uh, I think the complete like right kind of like response here for that kind of uh, moment in time, hopefully over uh, more time um, you, you find like a balance there, of course, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that we have to like think about. Um, and if we, if we're just like hyper-focused on the idea of increasing empathy, we might accidentally lose sight of this other thing of that um, people might just burn out by having to do this too often. Um, the last thing that I want to bring up is um, uh, the uh, st samples that have been used um, for this kind of research. So, I mean, this, this is not one single research study um, that is here, um, but um, I have looked into some of the research studies um, that are looking at, into um, empathy, increasing empathy, and especially like through this more like app smartphone sort of way. And um, and this is not to say that like this is inherently wrong or anything, right? But the samples that have been used are primarily white. And so what does race ethnicity have to do with this? I think it has to do a lot uh, with this, especially when it's something that is interpersonal, such as empathy. And so um, in thinking about um, uh, if, if the majority is trying to uh, learn about empathy and trying to increase it, um, that's going to be different than somebody who is in the minority. And there's like those kind of things. There's also just like the other cultural differences between um, people of different race ethnicities. And so, uh, I mean, some of the research uh, that, has, that is out there is that in general, um, potentially Asians might um, empathize more often, but also uh, in general, um, there's going to be less concern and more personal distress. And so, I mean, on its face, what does that actually mean? I don't know. But like, you can think about that and think about some of the reasons for why um, this empathy occurs um, out of if it is more out of social obligation, more than just like my personal like motivation to do this. Yeah, you might be more... <laughs> um, and you might be more distressed, you might also be less concerned. That is not to say that um, there isn't distress, um, even when it is a, a personal motivating kind of thing. Um, and that's also not to say that um, like Asians as in general are just uh, 
uh, uncaring, <laughs> unconcerned. That is absolutely not the case. Um, but it, there is enough of a difference in research um, in the studies that have been shown uh, for this that um, it, it does tend to be lower on concern and higher in distress. And so that is something we have to absolutely keep in mind is like people aren't just people. People are people within a context, um, within an environment. And we have to know what that, that is, right? There's other things <laughs> with empathy. Um, so uh, one of the things that like my mind kind of goes to is this idea that, I mean, <laughs> there uh, doctors uh, can be very bad at empathizing. <laughs> um, and the, I mean, the ES, I'm harping on like one part of society, but it's a pretty huge, major, impactful part of society. And so um, what comes to mind is this idea of medical racism, and um, that uh, in general, Black people tend to be uh, less empathized with. And that means that um, they're, the things that they're saying are less heard, the things that um, they're trying to bring out um, to the table are just not being understood. <laughs> um, the feelings that they actually have, the pain that they may have um, because of certain procedures, because of certain um, regimens, whatever it is, um, that is just not being um, communicated um, or like it's not being respectfully um, understood rather. And so uh, why am I saying this, right? I'm saying this because empathy is not just empathy. Empathy, again, like I kind of said this already, that empathy is, it's within a whole context of things. It is a whole social interaction and you have to know the individual's backgrounds and the ways in which um, people have had to deal with empathy and also the lack of empathy unfortunately. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I think that's kind of it. Um, and I mean, <laughs> I say that's it, but like also everything that I said, like they bring up so many other like points of concern potentially. Um, there's also just like, I mean, within yourself, like, do you actually think that empathy is like a skill that we need to be increasing? Um, regardless of all the other things that I'm saying, like it just inherently is that something that we should be working toward um i personally think yes um, but i think there's also so many other things that we need to be considering before we truly truly do that and also to um before we truly think that this works um because we can do this and maybe people on some sort of like sheet or like report or survey like say that they're more empathic but like that doesn't that doesn't actually lead to anything um so yeah we need to we need to i think further consider this um but it's probably going to happen <laughs> at some point. Um, and so hopefully you are just, you're that much more aware um, having listened to this. So um, as always, I mean, I do want to also like hear your thoughts on any of this. Um, maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. That's also completely okay. Um, but I'll, I'll leave that here for now. And I'll also say, um, like I said in the beginning, that there's there's more information on all this. Um, if you want um, more specifics or anything like that, feel free to check out my other um, content and you can uh, learn more uh, about this, this intervention. Um, that's gonna be on my website, which is roomforresearch.com and then also on social media, which is at roomforresearch. And so until next time, um, thank you. Thank you for your time and bye for now. You with the sun will